Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 107.7 RKR, the Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark Frank House, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at High on the Roof at the grand opening of their Westinage location on January 20th. Mark Frank House in solo, Meatball out for the day. I got to be honest with you. I, I usually take the same route to get home. Every single day, me and Meatball live in like the same apartment complex. And I usually had downtown, I'd get through downtown and I'd just take West Main over. But sometimes I'll cut through the back side of uh, Kalamazoo and I'll make that left there. And it's, it is so weird that they've changed these lanes because where you used to make, be able to make two left turns, you can now only make a left turn in the left lane and go straight in the right lane because the right lane has been cut off what apparently is for bikers. I don't know because there's no signage because the city apparently just likes to make up new lines in the road and not let us know how to use them. Um, And there's like massive confusion over here because I take this route all the time and now I hate it because I'm trying to drive properly. I'm trying to use that left lane to turn left and head towards Kalamazoo Street, but it's like people are still making that outside left and then they're driving in the closed lane, which I, from what I understand should be for bikes, but I have no clue. And again, the city refuses to put up any signage like, hey, don't drive here or hey, it's safe to drive here. It's massive confusion. So again, they want to make all these changes to downtown and I continue to be confused. I'm not actually confused because I'm just, playing it smart. I'm driving in the lane I know I should be driving in. Everyone else is just kind of gung-ho about it. They're just like, yep, yeah, we're just going to drive in the bike lane. No problem. We're going to, and they, you know, I have my blinker on. So I'm, you know, I'm in the single lane with a right blinker and they're just getting over. They're just driving. And, and again, normally I'd be mad at the drivers, but I'm like, they have no idea what the hell to do because there's no signage up. So if there's anybody listening from the city of Kalamazoo, please start putting some signage up. If you're going to change the lanes in the road, please let us know what lanes we're supposed to and not supposed to be driving in because somebody's going to get into an accident and it's going to be messy. And you know what? Not going to have anybody else to point the finger at and be like, I'm sorry, I was not educated on this. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR, the Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark Frankhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at High on the Roof at the grand opening of their Westinage location, January 20th. Meatball's out for today. I was talking to him yesterday. We I, we brought up the subject of like owning land because I was talking about like how I'm looking to buy a house. And so I wanted to look into who owned the most land in Michigan. I was like, because after spending some time in the UP, I was just like, there is so much of Michigan I haven't seen. So I just thought I'll give, I'll look into this and I'll see who owns the most land in Michigan. This is kind of lame. The biggest landowner isn't even from Michigan. They're in Seattle. In fact, I found a way it's, it's on the 1077 RKR app. This company is based in Seattle. They own 12 million acres across the United States and even dipping into Canada as well. And I'm trying to try to pronounce Weyerhaeuser, I think is the name of the company. I think that's how you pronounce it. They actually purchased the Plum Creek Timber Company. And um, yeah, now they they own 650,000 acres of land in Michigan. So 
I don't know. It's kind of crazy. I just think it's kind of lame that they're not even Michigan-based. In fact, the top four uh, landowners in Michigan aren't even based in Michigan. The fifth largest is uh, Mickey Shapiro, but he only owns 2,000 acres of land, which, I mean, is still a lot. But I don't know. You'd think maybe more Michigan-based companies would own most of where we're living, but apparently that is not the case. But yeah, if you want to take a look at this, it's up there on the Rocker app. Like I said, it, the top four, not even from Michigan. So, yeah, that's not very pure Michigan. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR, the Rocker Morning Show with me, Bala Mark Frank House, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at High on the Roof at the grand opening of their West Ninja location on January 20th. Meatball out for today. Just a reminder, yesterday we had the chance to talk to actor Steve Gutenberg. He's going to be joining us on the Rocker Morning Show just after 9 o'clock. We're going to play that interview for you. Tell you what, this is the first time I've ever talked to the dude. That guy was really, really genuine. Super nice guy. Cannot wait for you guys to hear this interview. Again, that's coming up right after 9 o'clock today. But something weird going down on the Rocker app. Uh, somebody stole a church bell. Uh, and I don't know how the heck they pulled this off. The Second Presbyterian Church in Saginaw, Michigan. Uh Unfortunately, I had to wake up to the news that somebody had stolen their bell. Uh, they posted something on their Facebook, and we've got it on the Rocker app. You can see this. They were sad to report our bell and bell house was stolen sometime between 6 p.m. and 12 p.m. on January 4th. Anyone with information, please contact Saginaw Township Police Department. There's actually a picture of the bell up there, but, like, it's in this, like, little house like that they built for the bell that you'll normally see. The whole thing is gone. <laughs> it's like a couple of slabs of concrete left over. But somebody just straight up ganked this little house with a bell. And people are like losing their minds. Like, why would anybody do that? Somebody even offered, like they said, contact your local scrapyard. Those in the neighboring counties inform them of a stolen bell. I don't know. If I was... Owning a scrapyard and somebody just brought in this house with a bell and was like, hey, uh, how much can I get for this? I'd be like, well, I don't know. We're just stealing from Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR, the Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark Frankhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at High on the Roof at the grand opening of their Westage location on January 20th. Meatball is out for the day. Something that the Neanderthals saw long time ago. In fact, 40,000 years ago, Neanderthals saw a comet. It's called C2022E3. ZTF. So this comet was last seen 40,000 years ago. And apparently, Michigan's going to have the chance to see it. Uh, it's going to be flying through January 12th through February 2nd. Now, the funny thing is, is it's been reported that you'll be able to see the comet from Sunday, the 12th through the 2nd. Um, it's probably around the pre-dawn morning hours. It'll look bright in the center and have more like a cloud effect around it. And you can see a photo of it what it's going to look like on the Rocker app. The problem is we live in Michigan. So it cracks me up anytime I see an article that says, oh, there's there's a comet. You'll be able to watch a meteor shower. It's like, we live in Michigan. 
It's going to be cloudy tonight. Chat with Meatball and Mark now on the Rocker app. More of the Rocker Morning Show next on 107.7 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 107.7 RKR, the Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark Frankhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at High on the Roof at the grand opening of their Westerners location, January 20th, after 50 years, Theo and Stacy's is saying goodbye. I know, it's pretty crazy. Um, I'm kind of blown away that this happened, but uh, yeah, they've, uh, they're, they're preparing to serve their last meals. Um, and uh, now, you know, after 50 years, they are ready to hang it up. They made the announcement a couple of days ago. And they said they were recently approached by a local restaurateur who asked if they would consider leasing their location. And they said after careful consideration and significant family discussions, they, dis- they decided to accept the offer. Uh, Stacy is just overwhelmed with the amount of support and love that the community shown her uh, all 50 years. And, uh, you know, this is a staple of downtown. This is one of those places that I know a lot of my friends hit up as well just because of what they serve on the menu. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's really unfortunate that we're losing another staple of, of Kalamazoo, but always want to welcome new businesses as well. So much love to Theo and Stacy's for what they've done the last 50 years. That is an incredible run, uh, since 1972, they've been in that location. So 1973, uh, it really is when they, when they crack the doors open and it's just phenomenal restaurant. So they're still going to be open um, there's, there's going to be open all the way up till January 29th. So you still have time to go there, show some support and show some love. You can read about what's going on next on the rocker app right now. But again, thank you to Theo and Stacy's for putting it down to Kalamazoo for 50. Kalamazoo's rock station, 1077 RKR, the rocker morning show with meatball and Mark Frank house sponsored by Lake effect. Catch us live at high on the roof of the grand opening of their Westridge location on January 20th, Mayball is out for the day, but that does not stop the Maximum Metallica M72 experience entering your life. You and a friend could be flying to Los Angeles with two tickets in your hand to see Metallica's back-to-back shows on August 25th and the 27th at SoFi Stadium. This is huge. We're going to put you up in an L.A. hotel for four nights, hand you over $500 in spending cash on top of it. So this show, these, both of these shows are insane. Each night, they're going to be different sets with different openers. Uh, you can listen. I'm going to drop your first code word just after 10 o'clock. Also got another one for you just after 2 and 5. And then during Ultimate Classic Rock, right after 8 o'clock, Uncle Joe Benson has your last code word of the day. Download the 1077 RKR app. That is the easiest way for you to enter these code words in to win this Maximum Metallica M72 experience. It's all courtesy of Black and Records on 1077 RKR and powered by Ace Hardware of Plainwell and Dwajak. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR, the Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark Frankhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at High on the Roof at the grand opening of their Westage location on January 20th. Oh, gotta play it. I gotta play the song. Michiganders love their state a lot. They all have Michigan maps on their cars. All right. Going into uh, some history, some Michigan history. Really, really interesting guy I just learned about. He was an Ottawa Native American from Michigan. His name was Payson Wolf. 
Now, this guy, he was actually one of the best documented Ottawa natives of his time uh, due to his relationship as son-in-law to Reverend George N. Smith, a missionary to the Wakazoo Band of Ottawa's. Now, he was interesting not only because of, you know, historically who he was, but also what he did. He served in the army and he actually went into the Union Army in 1863 at Northport and was in service for three years. He actually became a member of the all-native Company K of the first Michigan sharpshooters. This dude was a sharpshooter in the Civil War. He was actually taken prisoner in June of 1864 in Petersburg, spent three weeks in Libby Prison, and managed to survive five months at the Anderson POW camp. Luckily, in December of 1864, he was uh, freed on parole. So that was amazing. So he ended up getting out. He returned home to Michigan and uh, lived out the rest of his days. Just a fascinating character. You want to read about him. And Michigan's involvement in the Civil War, it's up there for you on the 107.7 RKR app. And he was able to survive till the year 1900 and is buried in Cross Village, Michigan. Thank you for your service.